This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grant Napier, Sean Salisbury, this is Master Debaters. It's just us two today. Sean, I hope you had a good holiday weekend, buddy. It's good to talk to you on this Tuesday. I sure did, man. Happy post-fourth year. It was great. Just what it's supposed to be. Some fireworks, some grilling, some laughs, and some family, and yeah. enjoying the good sun and some water. So thank you. And I'm uh, still grateful to be a member of the greatest country in the world, brother, and I'm proud Amen. of it. So. Amen. Sean, you grew up watching Pac-10 football. Then you played quarterback at Southern Cal, at USC, then, of course, the Pac-12. You have great allegiance and memories of playing for the USC Trojans, and now they're leaving that conference. And college football, I don't know where it's heading. Give me your thoughts on what's transpired over the last week. Um, you know, I think the emotionally, like the, the – uh... Lifetime Achievement Award, there's that, that emotional feeling of what a bummer, right? That it's not when I grew up watching that the Rose Bowl was Ohio State or Michigan against USC, and we, it was a special, you look forward to that January game on January 1st every year in Pasadena. Um, the sentimental value bothers me, and if it doesn't, then you probably don't have a pulse, right? Yeah. The, um, the geography is weird. You know, trying to you're losing like rivalries and you're losing the rivalries that go with, you know, the everyday of and, and I don't know. I, I mean, some people maybe don't consider USC and Oregon a rivalry. We do. But, you know, UCLA, our biggest rival, we'll still play them, obviously, with them going to the Big Ten and the Notre Dame rivalry, which will stay. It's a national rivalry. So for us, the Notre Dame rivalry was always bigger nationally and locally. It was the guys you played with in high school, UCLA, but we're keeping them. So I, I guess you lose that flavor of driving to Scottsdale for Arizona State game, right? But Grant, on the other side, I, I like life, and I've been one that's sometimes resistant to certain change, like on golf courses when you see Augusta, I like the pine needle. You don't have pine straw. I just yeah. do the pine straw. There's certain things. Well, why lengthen it? That's I, I get some of that. Or I, like when they add stuff to new ballparks, like I don't want them to do anything to Fenway Park, right? There's just certain things. Sure. I was bummed when they built the new Yankee Stadium, Grant. I mean, I know me we too. needed it, but I, I liked old Yankee I like Stadium. It. I don't yeah, like so, it. Yeah, so for me, that, that was me. But I, I also, it's inevitable change has happened. College football will never look the same to us again. With name, yeah. image, and likeness, transfer portal, how you knew it, yeah. and your parents, and me growing up, and when I was getting recruited, it's a different, it's a, it, it, I feel like I'm watching pro football, and quite frankly, I am. So the move doesn't bother me. The thing I do love about it, Grant, is on in the middle of October, and, and this is no disrespect to Oregon State or University of Arizona, 
they were pretty damn good when we played them. The U of A was. As a matter of fact, they prevented us from winning a national championship one year, my freshman year, championship, by beating us at the Coliseum after the Rolling Stones concert. We were the number one ranked team in America. So I have a great respect, but what do you want to see? USC versus Iowa, USC versus Ohio State, USC versus Penn State, USC versus Michigan, USC versus uh, uh, in the horseshoe on a Saturday in October. Do you want to see us play Oregon State at night at 7 o'clock on the West Coast where nobody on the East Coast gets to see them in Corvallis? Competition-wise, it's better. It'll test the Pac-12 more. Uh, it'll test SC more. While SC recruiting has been pretty good, it just expands it. It helps UCLA a lot because they need some more national exposure football program. I, I, I love it for the competition and on my Saturdays as a fan and building new rivalries. I hate it for the sentimental value of it's never going to look like or feel like when I played. Right. Well, that's very well said. I, I want to get to the legacy of Kevin Durant. Let me give you my thoughts, first of all. Uh, I've been critical of Kevin Durant when he left Oklahoma City. I thought he took the easy way out jumping on the Golden State Warriors bandwagon. I was not a fan of that. The Warriors had won before he got there. Obviously, he was great. He's a great player. I think we don't have to debate that. He's one of the great players of his generation. The Warriors won a championship after he left. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't want to be in Brooklyn anymore and gives a list of the teams that he would like to play for. To me, Kevin Durant is nothing more than a ring chaser. And as much as I admire him and love watching him play and have no problem with stating that he's one of the best players of his generation, what's his legacy? His legacy to me is he hasn't really accomplished anything. He jumped on a bandwagon of a team that was already a championship caliber team, left, goes to Brooklyn, and now in a short period of time wants out again. It bothers me, Sean. It bothers yeah, Grant, me. Grant, Grant, that also goes with what you grew up loving and watching, and sometimes we resist change, too, is the NBA is different than you'll ever see it. When the, yes, and, and I'll be honest with you, and I'm with you. Kevin Durant's one of the great players we've ever had, one of the great players. Yep. If he, He's a top three or four player of his generation. I mean, I no put question. LeBron in there. I mean, there's no question. Um, you know, I'm not supposed to be seven feet and be able to do what he does with basketball. It's just it's phenomenal. I don't. That's not debatable. Uh, what is debatable is can he do it without Steph Curry and that group? Can he do it? And so far, no. That answer is no. Right. And then you right. say, well, can Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Clay do it without him? That answer is yes. They've done it twice. Right. So th- there, there is that. That doesn't diminish how I feel about Kevin Durant as a player. And I'm, he seems like a hell of a good guy. What, what's bothered me, I think, as the career has gone on, and this is just – it's not personal – but I guess maybe it's because it's off the court people would take it that way. I don't know why Kevin Durant – I don't mind him mean mugging and responding, but I don't know why he – when he became so rabbit-eared. When he first got to Oklahoma City, I remember he just played and knocked the – beat the yeah. dog shit out of you with the basketball yeah. in his hand. It was freaking great. And all of a sudden it evolved into that if you're not a – we've talked about the media, that if you haven't played, you're not allowed to comment. That if you haven't played and weren't good at it, that well, you're not qualified to comment about – basketball which is horse shit because i mean you you are yep. and so that, that that's like saying kevin durant should have no if he doesn't talk about basketball on twitter anything else he says we shouldn't lend any credence to or give any respect to because exactly. well he isn't a he, he he didn't play football oh you, exactly. you get my point but kevin durant may love football may study it and and be really good at it so i'm going to give him that same respect that he should give people that uh understand basketball without making it personal and another thing grant i don't give a fuck if Kevin Durant wants Kevin Durant wants traded, 
here's what I here's what I, I got a problem with. And people the people are going to argue with me and debate this. We've come to the point. I'm all about. I'm listen. Ninety eight percent time on the player side. I love player empowerment. They should have say. I get why you'd go to Aaron Rodgers and say, "Well, would you like to keep this player?" I, I get that now. I'm not going to Aaron Rodgers and ask him about the backup tight end at Bowling Green when he wants to draft. He's if you want to do that, put a coat and tie on and come up and and watch four million hours of tape, and then you right. can have player empower or Kyler Murray. You want to watch tape and you want to know who comes and goes. Fuck, then be a general manager and we'll discuss that. Then you're a player. I'll take your insight, but you're not grading my college evaluation draft. Okay, you're a football player on this team. That doesn't mean you're not all the other things. But when it comes to what goes on in this building, you're not deciding who my fucking head coach is. I am. Okay, as a GM. I don't get why in sports we think that we have to cater to every single whim that a player has. Kevin Durant's got four fucking years on his contract. Four. And Kevin Durant's a great player. I would say it if it was LeBron saying it, if it was you saying it, if it was anybody else. You got four years. You begged to get James Harden there for the moment. Apparently, Kyrie Irving. You got your wish, and you guys weren't good enough to close it out. James Harden's gone. Kyrie's a talented player, but they're probably going to move him. You want to be moved? Great. You you came into me and said, "Here are my requests, Amen. dude. You got. If I don't want to trade you, or if, if I'm if trading you is going to enhance my basketball club, then I'll trade you. Great. Thanks for the list, dude. We'll look into it. But if I don't want to trade you, and I think that my team's better with you, you don't get a fucking say in it. Amen. Yeah. Well, Sean, what it's he? Of course he does. If he wants to trade, he's not going to show up. Okay. Do you know one athlete in the history of mankind that has four years left on that kind of money and had the balls to sit out all four? No. And it's not just Kevin Durant. It's anybody else. Secondly, is Amen. great. You want to be traded? I want to win Powerball. Shit. Right. And I play numbers when I ain't winning. You don't. You, you don't. I don't care if you're Kevin Durant or Joe Sixpack or Harry Hatchness. You're not telling me. If I want to trade you, I'll look into it. I appreciate your insight, but if Brooklyn's the best place, and if you decide that you're not going to show up, yep. enjoy the games on TNT and watching Chuck break your ass down. Have, have Adam, you don't get to tell me. So we're all of a sudden just assuming, because Kevin Durant said he wants traded, that I fucking got to trade him. Okay, here's what, to Dallas? Here's yep. what I'm going to ask for. I want I want Luca in return. Well, you're not getting Luca. Well, then I'm not trading you. Of course I'm not getting Luca. Okay, well, I'll trade you to uh, – we're, we're going to trade you to – we want Zion. Well, you ain't getting Zion. Oh, great. Well, we're going to trade you and get to – for, for uh, right. Joel Embiid. Oh, we're not getting Embiid. So I can go through. I'm not giving you away to get right. assets that aren't going to enhance my team. Fuck that. You wanted to trade, great. Yeah, it, well, great. And I want to – fuck, I want to be a 220-pound 25-year-old again. Fuck hey, it. Sound, I'll trade you, you like, on my time, not on yours. You sound like the rant that I did yesterday. That's exactly what I said in my rant yesterday, almost word for word. I said, you know, when are teams going to start taking control of their franchises and go, hey, you know what? We're going to fucking do what's best for us. Okay, don't give me a list of your demands. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. When are, when are these franchises <laughs> going to start running their teams? It's Dude. unbelievable to me. And you think Durant's going to sit out? Up, no, he's not going to sit out. Grow a set of Grow a set of fucking balls, some of you GMs. Yeah, great. He's an all great. I, and listen, I, and it's not against KD. If you if they're going to empower you, ask for everything you can get. Can you imagine? And I mean, like if I'm Andy Reid or the Chiefs, and Pat comes to me, or in Josh Allen in Buffalo says, "I just signed a new contract. I know I got a bunch of years and a couple hundred million dollars. I want to be traded to these four teams." Good, dude. Great. 
if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. If, if, if you ain't getting traded because who I want to, they don't have 400 first round picks. I ain't trading you. So this, we're, and, and you'll go on Twitter and people say, what do you mean you don't believe in, in trade, in no trade clauses? What do you mean you don't believe in opt outs? Fuck that. Like Carlos Correa, I always said, you want to use me for a year to go get $330 million just to go out and do it again so I can be your bridge to three? No, I'll sign Jeremy. I'll bring up Jeremy Pena and we'll be just fine. Thanks. You can get the $300 million at somebody else's expense. So <laughs> if it benefits my you. franchise, yes. Four years <laughs> on your contract? Sorry. Sorry, dude. It'll have to be, you'll have to give me a haul that a team's not willing right. to give up to get you. I love it. Uh, you and I are just like literally on the exact same page with everything here. So I get back to Durant's legacy. I mean, I don't understand. Does he not give a shit about his legacy? Seriously, because he, jumping on a team's bandwagon like the Warriors, that doesn't do anything for your legacy. You want to know what would do something for your legacy? Seriously, go to fucking Sacramento and win a championship there. Or I'll tell you what, go to the world's biggest stage, Madison Square Garden, a franchise that has been in disarray for decades with a bad owner in James Dolan. You know what? Go to fucking New York, play for the Knicks, and win a championship on Broadway, and then you know what? Your legacy will be submitted forever if you win in New York. But don't be the king. another bandwagon that's already good. He goes to the, to the Madison Square Garden. He can bring Kyrie with him. They don't even have to move out of their current places, right? right. And you go to the Mecca and win a championship? Shit. That's you, 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 you'll be right. Willis Reed and, Walt, and Clyde Frazier and DeBusher and that group and – Yep. And uh, Bill Bradley will be taking back seats to those Knicks. He'll be saying, okay, I'll take this. Well, here's what his legacy is going to be. See, Grant, I think he'd probably disagree with you. I think that Kevin Durant, and some people would argue, and I, I'm with you, he's a good enough player to have a legacy that we should be talking about other than which there shouldn't be a but. Oh, yeah, but at the end of his, he's too good. He, he really is. But I, I think his is that. Uh, he cemented his legacy by what he did, to, that he was that guy on Golden State, not a guy, that he was the reason for the – that he was the best player on the floor. He's got an argument. that I, I get it, but you're right. But, Grant, the, the legacy of the Jordans and, and the Magic Johnsons is going to be different now because we no longer do that. We People hop around. And, you know, what, what's James Harden's legacy? Now, I'm not comparing KD because KD's got a ring, but Harden's legacy is going to be what? Great scorer underachiever when it came to postseason. Yep. KD's is going to be one of the great scorers of all time, a great player, Yep. but you're going to say but at the end of it, whether he likes it or not. They say the same. I mean, you, don't you say, and I'm not comparing them either, but at one point in time, Carmelo was was as good offensive player as we had in the league, consider, right? How many yep. championships does he have? Zero. But we all, we call him a really a damn good player. There's always a but by his name, but he didn't win a championship or he couldn't carry a team to a championship. Now, KD's better than Carmelo. Don't misunderstand yes. me. My point is, is if I say Jordan, there is no but. Steph Curry, there's not going to be a but by his name. There, 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 there just isn't. Not, and I, no. listen, if, I want Kevin Durant on my team. I know he's a great player. But you're right, legacy to some and those rings and all that money may be the legacy he yeah. wants because you're not putting him in your five best players of all time. And he's probably not going to be able to go to Sacramento and win a title. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. 
We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. No question. Yeah. No question. I did a rant today on Draymond Green. First of all, I think it's really sad in our country that apologies don't mean anything anymore. I believe that there are some apologies that are very sincere. I had Tom Brenneman on my podcast a couple of months ago, and I thought his apology in the middle of the Reds game was as sincere as anything I've ever seen. But he got killed for that apology. You know, it's because we live in a country, Sean, where everybody's perfect and nobody ever makes mistakes. So they get the shit out of people when they make apologies. I want to talk about Draymond Green. I thought his apology was sincere in terms of what he called Kendrick Perkins. I do have a problem that the fact that he did not mention Kendrick Perkins' name in the apology, I think that's wrong. But the thing that really jumped out at me is he said that after talking with Joe Dumars of the NBA and Commissioner Adam Silver, he realized that the word that he used was wrong. You know what? Is it not sad? Is it, am I missing something here? That Draymond Green needed to talk with Joe Dumars and Adam Silver to understand that the racial slur that was made against Kendrick Perkins was wrong. And again, I give him credit for apologizing. I believe his apology. I think it is sincere. But I, I'm alarmed because we talk about this new media, and he talks about being a rookie with the new media. Fuck the new media, all right? I don't want to hear about the new media anymore. I'm just disturbed by the fact that Draymond Green needed to have a conversation with those two gentlemen to acknowledge that what he did was wrong. I don't have you, know, that. have you noticed that this so-called new media gets real sensitive when the media criticizes the new media about the way they go about oh, their new media? Yes. Yeah. So if that's what the new media is, and you new media are nothing more than fucking old media, you Correct. you 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 get criticized, and it's amazing when you're aside and you're still a player, and people are criticizing you can fight back because people will jump on it because you're a player and you're a world champion. But when you start to traipse in and creep into that new media, that the media where the media live now, and they got to criticize other stuff, other players, 
other things. And then all of a sudden a media critic or somebody on some podcast or some show criticizes you. Now, guess what? Well, wait a minute. Then you got to be mad at the old media and the old, now the players are criticizing you. So is that new media or is it just the same? And you're just a younger body and with, with a, a, a different mouthpiece. What Draymond Green and these guys, they call new media, ain't doing anything different. Fuck, when I came in, it was, oh, man, this guy on TV with John Clay, it's the same thing. It Charles Barkley, same. I mean, what I, I mean, there's layers of it. What, what's the difference? I was new when I came in. I was like, Damn, this and, and people took your persona on air and thought, well, what an arrogant prick off the air. When it's like, no, I'd buy all your drinks. I'm not. It's just passionate. I didn't come in right. pronouncing this is new media. No. I was just a different voice and a new voice. Somebody else comes along as a different voice, and 15 years from now, it's the same thing. Doesn't mean somebody 60 or 30 or 40 still doesn't have a voice that should be heard and that. So I'm all for it. But I laugh when you criticize it or mad at the old heads, as, as we hear people call them. And yet, when the new media comes in and somebody criticizes them, they go back to being offended that somebody criticized them. So, because you said something that maybe a player didn't like then. It all listen. It's kind. Of, I. It's funny, guys. That can't stand the media want to be in the media. And Draymond's going to make a lot of money in the media. Yep. And this apology, he is the squeaky wheel. I hate. I know this is going to sound wrong. The person who who yells the loudest or has the hottest take gets the most money now in sports media. Not. I'm not mad at him. Yep. I just am not willing to throw a hot take out there that I know is not true. Yep. To get paid extra money. If that means I got to fucking work till I'm 90, then I will. Yeah, then, then I will. I'm not willing to lose that, my, my sports credibility on opinion right. and what I've prepared for to say right. something that I wouldn't believe if you had a, if you, if you fucking punched me in the mouth 20 times. Draymond, I, I believe his apology was sincere. Grant, I'm with you. I, I think that if you're going to make an apology, you look into the camera, you say it, and you address the guy's name. Um, and Draymond's a lot, Draymond's smart. He is a very bright guy. Draymond damn well knows the word he used was offensive. Draymond, but and and whether he felt he could say it, nobody there was going to be no backlash, and he said it to a guy that's played in the league and is a broadcaster that gives opinion like Draymond does, a hardcore opinion. Yep. And Kendrick Perkins, Kendrick Perkins is is passionate about what he does and good at it. So you know what? While yep. I believe, I, I, there's no, you shouldn't if you, if it's the apology that you really want. You probably could have jumped out in front that Adam Silver probably didn't need to let you know or Joe Dumars because I know Draymond Green is a lot smarter than that. Yes, you know he we is. We have an amazing illustration of the double standards in our society in the NBA. No fine for Draymond Green, no suspension. If you go back a little more than a year ago, Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat was playing a video game and used a derogatory term towards a Jewish person. Myers Leonard said that he had no idea that that was derogatory towards Jewish people. I went out a couple of nights later and I was sitting at a bar with three random people, one of whom was black, one of whom was from Peru, and another person that was about my age and white. The person that was my age and white said he knew that the term was derogatory. The African-American 39-year-old from America had never heard of the word before. The bartender from Peru who has lived in America for 10 years had no idea what the word meant. Myers Leonard 
I thought his apology was very sincere. Myers Leonard is out of the NBA and it happened very quickly. And it stems from that one word. Draymond Green can use a racial slur, a derogatory term, okay? Doesn't even get fined by the NBA. What kind of society are we living in? It's very simple. If you're a person of color and you use a derogatory term or racial slur, too many people are turning their heads the other way. I said this on my podcast today. We as a country are never going to get to where we want to be if we just give pass to certain individuals based on ethnicity. We need to get rid of all racial slurs. We need to have a understanding that it doesn't really matter what your ethnicity is, what your religion is. If you use a bad term towards another individual, it's wrong. And we have to acknowledge that. It's really bothering me, the double standards. And I'll keep it to sports right now. We could go all in our entire society. The double standards that we face in our sports world based on the color of your skin is shameful. It is a sad commentary. And I don't see things getting any better in this country in 2022 as it relates to race. And I think yeah. it's sad. I really think it's sad. Yeah, we've definitely taken some steps back, Grant. We really have. I mean, unfortunately, we've taken a lot of steps forward, but in certain ways we've taken steps back about the anger, the, 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 the anger and the vitriol um, towards different opinion. And um, when it comes, yes, there are certain terms that shouldn't be uttered by any color or race Correct. or gender Correct. or religion. There's just certain things we don't. And uh, I, I would suggest that people should choose to stay away from those because they're not funny. Um, is there a double standard? Yes. But granted, also taking it a double standard in a lot of different ways. There's double standards for, for, for white people. There's double, there is, there's double standards in a lot of different ways, but when it comes down to there's double standards for stars, there just is. It, 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 I mean, it doesn't matter if it's just sports. So double standards exist when you're better than somebody else at something, you get a little more hall pass. You do. I'm not saying Draymond Green deserved a hall pass, and I also don't believe in the when somebody says overloads their mouth at their ass and says something really stupid that we should kick them out of their job forever and they're done. I do I believe agree. accountability matters and respect matters and common sense matters. And do I believe some need a slap on the hand, some need a suspension, some need a delay? You don't want to get into me. I dude, I I ain't been on TV for 15 years. This has nothing to do with race, but TV 15 years over a, a, a cell phone pick. Okay. So nowadays it gets you a pay raise. Okay. Right. And my, you know, and I'm not being I don't think it's funny. You get my point? Silly stuff, right? Hell, I'd be making 15 million a year now, right? So and I and I'm I'm joking about it, I but understand. my sure. my point is when it comes to Common sense, and I, I, for, I just never get the why anybody the personal slurs and derogatory towards women, gay, um, African American minority. I just don't, I don't get that. I never have. I don't, I don't find it funny. I don't no. find it appropriate. So accountability no. and listen, I, I, I you know, the, the standard for all of us, white or any other color, should be if you want it to end. It starts with the people that with the people who with us, it doesn't start with somebody 75, your grandparents or, and we no. can't keep blaming how we were raised or how what society you grew up in. The bottom line is smart. We, we know the people should know where the line is. And, it ain't, and when it comes to race and slurs and gender slurs and all those things that we know that we hear about all the time, 
That's not that's not us lying in the sand. That should be etched in concrete, steel, stone. You well just said. don't. And whether it's Draymond Green, somebody who's white, somebody who's Hispanic, somebody who's well gay, said. somebody who's straight. I just don't know. If you want to make it personal, I'd rather have you punch me in the mouth mm-hmm. than go off on some racial slur or hatred and anger. I, I've never got – I don't well love said. sports enough, and the, I, I don't love a job enough to make it personal to hate somebody so much that I would even have those things even enter my thought process, let alone come out of my yeah. mouth. I say a lot of stupid cuss words. You know, stupid things is like Sean, you dumbass, you cussed on on a radio show. Boop, hit the. But when it comes to slurs and hatred and anger, and uh, and attacking people for their religion or the color of their skin, it it Just never. Wrong. I may say fuck when I shouldn't say fuck in front of my, right. you know, in, in front of a uh, my, my my mom when she was sure. alive. Son, I'm gonna wash your mouth out with soap. But when it comes to the race part of it and and hatred, anger that are that feel like it's like get that out of your DNA and your thought process. I've never understood it. And accountability, yeah. accountability should be uh, through all races, genders. Reli- we, we got to have more respect, common sense and, and, and make sure that that, that should never even be a thought process for anybody. Yeah. Final thought. I want to talk baseball. I know we're not even at the all-star break. We're coming up on that. So take this with a grain of salt, but if, the playoffs started tomorrow. Would you pick the Houston Astros to win the American League? I would. The World Series? Because I, I would, but you I live would. in Houston, and I'm a big Yankee fan, but I would pick the Houston Astros to be in the World Series. I think right now they're the most feared team in baseball, Grant, and I I'll tell you why. Now, listen, I don't want to face Judge and Rizzo and Stanton when they're – I mean, when they walk to the plate, where you're – I know, and when Betts – and that group, I, I get it. Or when Tatis, if he when he gets back on the field, I mean yeah. that group, I understand when the when Bogarts and Devers and JD Martinez, er, Toronto with their big guys, everybody has the good ones have a group of them, right? Yeah. And you say, okay, what separates them? And Grant, you know, as a diehard Red Sox fan, but living in Houston on the flagship, and you know me, I'm never going to be a homer to lose credibility either. That I'm just going to say yeah. something to say something because I don't like the Yankees. Hell, I respect the Yankees. I joke with you, but you know my affinity and respect for them is I don't just homer out because I'm the local team. I really don't give a shit if people don't like me to be a homer. That's none of their business. I'm going to just tell you the truth in my mind, how I feel. I've watched and I watched Grant. They're relentless. They're, 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 Alvarez, I can make the argument, it's the best hitter in baseball right now. As yeah. feared as anybody. And ju- and the MVP resides on your team at the Yankees. But I'm going to tell you, look at the numbers. Alvarez ain't far behind, dude. He is a fantastic player and hitter. But so here's the difference between the two teams right now, in my opinion. I think overall, when you go from starting pitching to the end of the bullpen and everybody in between, the, the, the Astros are deeper. Now, if Cole's going good, shit, you might as well chalk it up to a loss. You ain't got a shot. And, and we, we know what Nestor's been – I'm talking about deep, and Stanek should be in the all-star game, but he's not because he's not a closer or a starter. Right. We know Presley's good at the back end. Verlander's having a friggin' monster year. Framber right. Valdez, Valdez will get you to hit more ground balls than anybody. They're, and then you bring in a guy who's a bullpen guy in Javier, and he strikes out 14. He's a yeah. swing and miss guy, which is what the, what the Yankees do. Right. They're either going to kill you with the long ball or strike out a lot. So, yeah, I fear the Yankees, but right now, to me, the most fe- the, the worst matchup for teams in the American League is the Houston Astros because they can pitch no 
and they put the ball in play, and they've got power. It ain't like they're just some, you know, uh, punch and Judy type of team. You know what I'm saying? Where they're hit the seeing eye singles. They are, they are, they can, they can go up or tank on you too. So today, as we sit in a seven game series, hey. Astros four two in my opinion. I'll tell you this. I think they're better. I'm looking at this from a Yankees perspective. If the Yankees have to win a game. And Justin Verlander is on the mound for Houston. They're not winning the game. I'm just telling you that right now. I would as agree. Much as I love watching Judge play, and as much as I like watching Rizzo and Stanton, as a Yankees fan, I do not have confidence. You just said a key word, a key term a moment ago. You said the Astros put the ball in play. The Yankees don't put the ball in play enough for me, Sean, when the games are on the line. They strike out too much. And I still do not have confidence that the Yankees in October are going to be able to beat stellar pitching. And the Astros, to me, are one of those teams that I think would have the Yankees number and beat them if they should match up. So I'm with you. As a Yankee fan, objectively, I'm taking a step back and I'm going, and I will say this, Sean, if Dusty Baker beats the Yankees and wins the World Series, I won't shed a tear. I will be happy as hell for Dusty. I will, I'm not saying I'm rooting for Houston to beat the Yankees. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that if they do beat the Yankees and they win the World Series, I will not be, I could not be happier for anybody. Yeah. I, and I know I speak for you too. I love Dusty Baker. I would love to see him win before it's all said and done. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I listen, the, the one player I root for more than anybody to get to a postseason or World Series just because I'd like to see him in it is Mike Trout, the yep. manager and the person I hope the most for in sports right now. Yeah. To win a championship is Dusty Baker, even if it was at the expense of my favorite team, whoever that you know what I'm saying? Uh, excuse me. So I'm with you, Grant. I, I have no problem. Listen, I if I now, so Yankee fans get this. First of all, I think the respect between both organizations, regardless of 2017, the Yankee players and fans and Astro fans, as much as, as they go back and forth, all of them, I think there's great respect because these two teams and organizations and fan bases know that some, one of these two teams either way is getting in the way of the World Series run. Yep. Let's just put it that way. So my respect for that, hell, do I want to see Judge in the postseason with the game on the line? Hell no, if I'm an Astros fan. But I can tell you what the Astro, what the Yankee fans don't want to see: Yankee Stadium, short porch, and right field, and you're and you're down 2-0 count, and Jordan Alvarez or, or Altuve are at the plate. You don't want to see them either. So I'm with, and I, the depth of this pitching staff. But granted, it may come down to simply who who puts the ball in play more. Both are capable of four, five, six home runs in a game. 
But in the eighth inning, when you got to get a when you got a Bregman who will not, even though he's not having his best year, he will not swing at a bad pitch. He will he yeah. he, he will make you pitch to him. They they just have a way with on base percentage of they're unique. I, I and Grant, I'm telling you, I know the Dodgers are really good and the Giants and the Padres. I'm not so sure right now. I wouldn't choose the Astros over them as well because I think I the Astros and I, I can make the case the Astros and Yankees are more feared than anybody in baseball. Nope. So I just think the Astros are a miserable matchup because they get swing and miss pitching wise. Nope. Their bullpen's been sound and solid as hell, and they do not strike out much, and that's a plus for them. They they yep. they're not a swing and miss team on a. You'll get them once in a while, but yeah, I and and that can change in a week. It can change in a month with injuries and the trade deadline. But uh, I right now, from I would not bet against the Astros being in the World Series right now. I would take the I would take. You're not going to get real good odds if you're picking the Astros yep. to go to the World Series because the Astros are going to be. Hell, before even – and they've lost Correa, Cole, and know, Springer in the last two years, and they're still they're, – yep. they're, they're back to a six-man rotation. They're 13 games in front. They're going to – the question is, can they stay focused and on that intensity? Because the American League East is a tougher division than the American League West by far. But the Astros are pretty good when it comes to battle tested. I think we're in for one hell of a run in the second half of the season. I want to get both one of these teams before we sign off from Ryan in Sacramento. And you played in an era, you know, big time football, both the college and the NFL before social media. And I think his question is very good. So I want to get your opinion on this. Ryan asked, how would things be different if the past stars talking about Jordan, Barkley, Mahorn, et cetera, if they played during the social media age? Well, the one I wouldn't imagine Charles would ever be on it. So I think I think Charles has got one of those 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s pre-social media, post-social media. I think Charles' personality is built in to not give a shit, and that's a good thing. Yep, um, I agree with that. I think Jordan would respond not with rabbit ears, but Jordan's response would be, "Oh, is that what you said?" Jordan's a scorekeeper. He would turn it around and bury you with it more. Bird the same way. Bird would have said, fuck your social media and move on. There are some who've had great careers that I think would have been affected, Grant. I think about now on social media for me, shit, at certain times, it would have bothered me to go on there and read what I felt like. Damn, what is this person saying? Because the vitriol. And then there's times in my career I was like, fuck, I don't really care what you think. So it goes in spurts, but the, the consistent ones, do I think it would have – Here's the thing: the off the field fights or arguments or, or what used to be you could have a beer with a media guy and nobody said. Now you you break in yeah. curfew and stuff. Everybody, somebody would have told somebody, so it would have been your life wouldn't have been as private, and that may have affected some. But as far as do, do, would hey. social media have affected Jordan's career? No, he probably would have won ten championships because he would have hated guys more. And with Barkley, Charles didn't care. Now he's not on. He didn't give two shits what you say which I think if athletes approach yeah. social media respectfully but not caring about somebody in the stands saying something negative, I think it would have been fine. But it definitely would have affected a lot of athletes with rabbit ears. Oh, I don't think you and I would have ever gotten out of college. I'll tell you that right now, okay? Dude, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you something. I, I, I would have – could you imagine rock and rollers if they were bothered by it? Or, yeah, no, I, it wouldn't have – listen – uh, it sucked without social media. Anybody saying something about you? Who the hell wants everybody knowing everything about you? Yeah, you ain't lying. My old man would have said, "Stay your ass home. You ain't going to a party. You ain't going anywhere." So no, I'm glad I'm post social media career, but we're not really. We're still. But as a player, 
yeah, if you're sensitive, you don't want any part of it. But we just gave now we can go through names that would have affected a lot. I think Grant, oh, yeah. that, are, that have been damn good players because they can't stay off. They're, they're too. What's the word? Instead of the self-deprecation, are so confident they are too absorbed with that stuff about how people feel about them. No the great question. ones, the, the great ones, don't care. No, they don't. And uh, it would have affected a lot of us, but those two names, I think, would have been just fine regardless. I don't think they'd have cared either way. Hey, have a good day, buddy. You take care. It's always good chatting with you. You too. And thanks to the thanks for Ryan of the question. Social media has changed everything, including our country. It's nuts, man. I appreciate it, brother. Have a good one. I'll talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for everything. All right, man. For Great Sean Salisbury, Grant Napier, thanks for joining us here on No Filter Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumba no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus